is the 200 level episode 194. Mike Carpenter here at halftime of the Illinois Loyola Chicago game with Illinois trailing by nine. Now I know full well as we start recording that if a bad result ends up happening, why would you bother listening to this? I remember back in the day we had a VHS of the Illinois Michigan Final Four game. And it was in the collection with the Indiana Nick Anderson buzzer beater and the Syracuse Elite Eight game. And I never as a kid bothered to watch the Illinois Michigan game because why would you? Another example in 2005 against UNC, never bothered to go back and watch that. And actually, that's kind of obvious, right? Why would you go back and watch a tournament loss? And as we are sitting here at halftime, I don't think anyone feels good. How could you? You know, I mean, the way that Loyola Chicago is playing, they've taken you out of everything that you want to do. You've missed some bunnies. You've had opportunities, but even if some of those shots had went in, I don't think we're feeling great. I think we're pretty tight and thinking, oh boy, it's going to take a Herculean effort, and it will in the second half, despite a 5 nothing run by Illinois to close the first half, and thank goodness that happened because, <laughs> you know, I, I, at a certain point, I just said, beat down single digits going into the second half, and fortunately, that's where you're at as opposed to down 14. When I say it could have been worse, it's true. It could have been worse. Actually, right before I hit record, Greg Gumbel had said the same thing on CBS that this feels like it should be a wider margin. So that's good news for Illinois. Here's the bad news. I guess it's good news, bad news. You got 20 minutes left for your season and you can either pick it up and figure out a way to get the win or it's just going to end like that. First game on this otherwise beautiful March Sunday. What I did this morning was... I woke up and I had to kind of shake off the scaries, right? I think we all had more nerves about this game. And to be honest, my nerves had less to do with Loyola, the team, because I haven't really watched them play. Not all that well-versed on what they do, other than the fact that they are a sound team. But it was the outside noise, right? The minute that they beat Georgia Tech on Friday, I immediately dreaded all the Sister Jean Zoom sessions, which Lord knows they've been there. Of course, she prayed for her team. I'm not even going to touch that with a 10-foot pole, okay? Not going there. And then the whole Chicago thing, and for the first time in a long time, what I've been keeping at bay this year is this sense that everyone's out to get Illinois, right? Of course, we have fallen into that trap as fans with the Michigan Big Ten title thing, and and that's all in good fun. But for the first time in a long time, I felt the weight of Illini fandom where you feel like Murphy's Law is at work, and it feels a little bit that way today. It's the matchup you probably didn't want in the second round, but I just said, you know, what the hell? You're the one seed, get it done. And I think there's still some truth to that. You're the one seed, get it done. And at this point, it is total survive in advance. Style points don't mean a thing. If you can get through this, then maybe I would say, you know what? I think you can actually, you know, that was the game, right? That was the scary game. And we knew that if there's going to be a deep run, there's going to be a scary game or two. Well, here it is. This is the season. And... To be honest, as the game goes on, I've worried less about anything Loyola or Chicago related or even Sister Jean, who I know we'll probably see a few times in the second half. To me, that's all secondary. I don't care. I just want Illinois to win. And I know that's where we're all at. And there is something a little bit unburdening, if that's a word, about just focusing on the game, right? I had unfortunately gotten into this weird trap that I hadn't in a while where I focused on all the outside noise. No, screw that. It's about the game. 20 minutes to go. We got Isaac Ambrose and Trevor Valise joining us. Before we bring them on, a reminder, the 200 level is brought to you by DP Doe. Online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones, $6 premium and construction zones. And if you decide to just go on a crazy bender after this game, I guess win or lose, there'd be reasons for both. 
they can deliver it to your doorstep. Piping hot calzones delivered anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. That's online at dpdo.com. Fourth and Kirby, online at fourthandkirby.com. Plenty of Illini swag, regardless of outcome. They have t-shirts, and as we get into the warmer weather, you're going to need some cool Illini t-shirts, vintage-inspired stuff from the folks at Fourth and Kirby. Uh, Great friends of the podcast, and I have plenty of Fourth and Kirby swag that I've been sporting all month long. So go to fourthandkirby.com, coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at fourthandkirby.com. Rector Construction, online at R-E-C-T-O-R Construction.com. Everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection and everything in between. Go to rectorconstruction.com for a free estimate. These guys are great at what they do, but they're also great citizens of Champaign-Urbana. They've been giving back to the community since they got started. So go online to rectorconstruction.com. And finally, got to thank Brian Hansen, State Farm agent Brian Hansen, online at brianismyguy.com. No coupon code needed. You got great State Farm prices for life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it. Brian and his staff will hook you up with great personalized service as they did with me and Kara for our homeowners and auto bundle. So go to State Farm agent Brian Hansen's website, brianismyguy.com. Alana Inquirer and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network partners with the 200 level. And it is time to start bringing on our old friends, Isaac Ambrose and Trevor Valise. I'm going to be doing this in real time. And Isaac, just to let you know, I'm already recording. I'm making you co-host. I'm putting on the earbuds. And is my good friend Isaac Ambrose in the house? Yes. Oh, I feel you. Okay, so let's... (laughs) Did you have any inkling? I know, Isaac, we were nervous before the game, and why wouldn't we be? It's winner go home. But did you have any inkling before the game that something like this could happen? Because I think I was trying my very best to keep those feelings at bay, though I also knew... You know, that little part of my brain was saying, eh, you, know, you never know. See, see Carp, as an Illinois fan, I mean, you, you've trained yourself to try to always have your guard up, right? I mean, you could be, again, like even against Drexel, like normally I would have that little thought in my mind, like, can you imagine being the 16th or the one seed to lose to the 16? But as this season has gone on and as you've gotten players like Io and Kofi and seniors like Trent and DeMonte, I've slowly put my guard down. I mean, I freaking sound like I went through a horrible relationship and now I'm like finally getting over my trust issues. But then <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And then you have, so like today, honestly, the past few days and we knew we, we, we guessed Loyola was going to be sitting there. Right. And on Sunday we did. and the past week or so, I've basically just been, I, I, I honestly talked myself out of it for the most part because you are, you're the hottest team in the country. There's no doubt. You have two of the best players in the country, no doubt. Um, Underwood's proven to be a great coach. Your role players have stepped up and I let my guard down and <laughs> I, just what a swing from how we felt last Sunday, man. I mean, imagine how we were feeling last Sunday. Yeah, I said how we oh. how we could be feeling. I I just I don't have any yeah. words. I don't know. I might not be able to talk the much. Or I might not talk as much the rest of the podcast. But it's I just I have no. I'm speechless. No, I, I hear you. You mentioned last Sunday, and to be honest, I thought that was the new floor. I thought that what you did against Ohio State. There was some messiness involved, but you still scored 91 points and you still had the role players step up, even though Iowa and Kofi weren't great. And Trevor, I, I know that you're on the phone now and I, 
I told you guys via text, and I want to remind you that because of the nature of this game and the winner go home, uh, you know, no pressure or anything, you guys can do whatever you got to do during this pod. And another thing, Trevor, that I was thinking is, hey, listen, if they lose, no one's listening to this episode anyways, so we can go balls to the wall. But minus, you know, F-bombs or anything. But uh, I was just talking to Isaac about how I was trying to keep these negative feelings at bay. And like Isaac, I let my guard down. Um, But even this was kind of shocking, if we're being honest. Yep. Um, Yeah. I I mean, Loyola's ranked number one in defensive efficiency on Ken Palm. Uh, And this is definitely the best defensive performance somebody's put up against you since... Baylor, I would argue, when they kind of smothered you in the second half of that game. Uh, the problem is, in the Baylor game, that was like a, a three-minute really bad stretch, and that was like a 17-minute really bad stretch in this game here. You had a few possessions where you actually had consecutive uh, cohesive looks on offense and a stop on defense in the half there, and you get the ball to start the second half. So, I mean, I'm trying not to be total doomsday about it. It's only a nine-point game, but it sure feels like Loyola's up by 20 right now because they imposed their will on you for that entire first half. You did not stop Crutwig. They stopped Io. They stopped Kofi. Uh, if Andre Corbello did not exist, you would probably be down 23 <laughs> right now. Yeah, you could be. Um, and I, I, I mean, I have nothing left to do than just hope that it changes in the second half because if it doesn't, you're in deep trouble. Yeah, and there's a finality to the worst-case scenario, right? There was a finality to it. To be honest, guys, when I woke up, it, it was really yesterday afternoon, from Friday evening through yesterday afternoon. For some reason, I was in this weird funk because I allowed myself to get caught up in all these, let's call them narratives, specifically uh, you know, the Chicago, the interstate thing. It's like, I don't want to deal with that. It's only the second round. You know, can we save the narratives for later? But no, here it is. But to be honest, you know, if there's one good thing about the game being underway... I really, I don't give a crap about any of that right now. To me, it's just, okay, you got 20 minutes left in the season, potentially. I don't care about Sister Jean. I don't care about the Chicago thing. It's whatever. So I'm trying to unburden myself the best I can, Isaac, and just treat this as, okay, well, you're down nine, and if you play one of your best halves of the year, you can sneak out of this. And then also thinking how good we'd feel if they did. Style points don't matter. Style points don't mean a damn thing at this point. Just survive in advance. And if they do that, Isaac... And there's a chance. I mean, what, do we have live betting on Vegas? Because unfortunately, guys, I only have the Illinois sports book. But I wonder what the live betting would have right now if you could bet on Illinois Loyola. I'd be interested in I th- that. I think I saw that Illinois is like a three and a half point underdog now or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I personally, if you're going to find some positive in this, I guess you could say that you missed a lot of bunnies there, like in that few minute stretch where Trent missed a layup, Kofi missed a dunk, Kofi missed another couple layups. And I know Crutwick had a couple open looks too. He missed, but Adam Miller had a three that I have no idea how it popped out. Um, so as frustrating as it is, I feel like it could also very well be a closer game. But like Trevor was saying, Loyola looked like the favorite. I mean, they looked like the one seed almost. And you looked like, the eight seed. Sure. Also, we're not going to get into this and it's not worth like talking about now, but holy smokes, Loyola as an eight seed. <laughs> like they look yeah. like they could easily be a top four seed. I mean, the way they're playing defense and the way like they got shooters. I mean, they look like a veteran team. And I thought a lot of it was just smoke, but Loyola is in fact the real deal. 
Yeah, the cruel irony, Trevor, would be that you do all this work for a one seed, and you find out that if you'd been the two seed in, let's say, Ohio State in the Baylor bracket, that you would have had an easier path. And we knew it all came down to matchups, but we'll only let's only mention this at the top, okay, guys? And Trevor, I want to go with that real quick, is the idea of Loyola as a four seed, or sorry, as an eight seed. We're starting to see, yeah, they're better than that. All the metrics had them better than that. They should have probably been a five or a six. I'm only going to address that now because you still need to be playing better than you are, and they're playing lights out. Um, but I do think there's some truth to that. We dreaded this when the name popped out, but I think we all, the tendency of us is just to say, ah, you're the Big Ten team, they're the Valley team. Come on, give me a break, right? But there's something to be said about it. Yeah, I, I try not to do that too much just because it feels like a real in hindsight. Take yeah, for sure. if they had lost to Georgia Tech, no one's saying they're misseeded. But I do think that they were misseeded. I mean, it, ninth in Ken Palm, and that's not a ninth seed in Ken Palm. That is ninth overall in Ken Palm, which would put them as the top three seed. I'm not saying that much. I Maybe they should have been like a six or a seven. I mean, I, it, their schedule was really soft. They played one power five team, Wisconsin, and lost by 15. So I'm not saying that they're trying to, they should have been like a top four overall seed. They're certainly playing like it right now. But I mean, if I had looked at this, you know, just on paper with no context of this matchup, I'd probably say, yeah, Loyola should be like a mid six or seven. All right, we're back now, guys. So Trevor, I know that you might have a live feed. It's entirely your call if you want to do your thing or be with us. And uh, Trent, sorry, Trent, Isaac, by the way, I think uh, a good omen. We saw Isaac, you on channel three. Right before we got back. That's a good omen, I think, as we are back. I don't know if that's good luck or bad luck. (laughs) It can't be any worse than the first half. I didn't see Rector Construction ad the first half. Just saying. Maybe maybe I missed it. But okay, so we're about to get underway here. I see Kofi jumping up and down just to give you some context, Isaac, because I know you're working on the fire sticker Roku like I am. Now we got Crutwig on the screen. We're about to get underway. So, hey, here's the good news, guys. From a podcasting standpoint, let's just let it rip. Let's just let it rip. If this is how, if this is going to be the end of the year, we damn well better make it count. And then on the flip side, if Illinois comes back, people are going to be listening to this. And we're underway. We're underway, Isaac. And if people listen to this and Illinois somehow comes back, then they will be chuckling and having a grand old time listening to our misery. So here we go. 33-24, Iowa with the ball going right. He floats it up and good. So it's a 33-26 to game. Love the aggressiveness off the bat. We're only 20 seconds underway in this first half, and it's a seven-point loyal lead. Promising. So what you're saying is this will either be the least listened to podcast or, or the, the most, most listened to podcast. Absolutely. There is no in-between because if we lose, no one's going to listen to that crap. Why should they? And we got a goaltend on Kofi. And I tell you what, this little high-low action with Crutwig is really eating us up. Big time. Kofi just can't hang for some reason. Okay, let's talk about our stars, guys, because Kofi and Io have been on the whole, very disappointing. No one's playing well apart from Corbello, perhaps, but man, oh man. Okay, Io with the ball, 19, 14 to go. Here's Kofi getting doubled up. He's looking for Trent. Trent is going to take a baseline, a foul on Loyola. Okay. Two fouls on Loyola. I don't know how much to credit Loyola's defense versus the fact that they're... Because I kind of feel like it's a lazy take to just say, you're an All-American, Go. Like, well, okay. I mean, it's not as simple as just like, <laughs> I am an All-American, so now I'm going to make five ridiculously hard shots. But right. At the same time, I do feel like there has to be a level of, regardless of how well Loyal is defending you, you know, you're really good, so figure it out. Yeah. Io misses that. That was tough. And now it's a nine-point lead again for Loyola. With the ball, 18.55 to go. Crutwig up at the top of the key. Now looking for, man, this is just too easy, guys. 
layup, but fortunately it's high off the backboard. So Illinois with the board, running a little bit or trying to, but Loyola gets back. Trent with a pull-up. It is no good. That was a quick shot. Is he 0 for 6 today? Is that right? With a couple badly missed layups. God, there's a lot of guys. Well, on he this, hasn't made one. Yeah, there's a lot of guys on this team, guys, that this could be their last hurrah. And it's like, that's how you're going to go? Don't go like that. Crutwig with the ball. 18-22 to go. And another, God, I tell you what, Loyola's speed is what's really surprised me, guys. I mean, athletically, you don't really have a huge advantage on these guys, if at all. And here goes Williamson. There's going to be a foul on Io away from the, or I think on the floor. I think it's on Grandison. Grandison, okay. So, I think Grandison had, yeah, and we're not going to dog on guys now because it is what it is, but I'm pretty sure he had like four turnovers in the first half and none of them had a chance. I don't know how long you wait to get Corbello in there. But again, when if he comes in at the 16-minute mark, he's basically going to play the rest of the game. I just don't think you can chance it. You need someone in there to get in the lane because two out of three shots have been, that's good for Krautwick, easy. 37-26, Loyola. And just like that, they extend their lead to 11. A bad sign that you were not able to take advantage of the uh, string at the end of the first half of the Nios make at the start of the second. We got a five-second violation on Trent or a charge? No, it's a flop. I mean, it's an offensive foul, but Krautwig shoots a floater from the free throw line. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could conjure up more anger. I just don't have it right now, guys. I don't have a lot of anger. I think I'm just stunned, you know? Here's Krautwig again on Kofi. The hook is up. No good. We're going the other way. Got to get some buckets. If he would have made that, oh my. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, enough. Here's Io trying to go left. Back up top to Grandison, top of the perimeter. Trent on the right side. We got 17.20 to go. Trent over to Adam Miller. There's going to be a three here. It is up and good. Thank you, Adam Miller. That's an eight-point game. God, you know what's crazy about this is I thought, yay, three. Then you see the scoreboard. You're like, ah, oh, Jesus, we're still down eight? The hell. But Adam Miller, two for three from three, six points. Whew. Here's Loyola with the ball. They're going right. And there's going to be no foul. Okay. Crutwig with Grandison on him. Kofi manning the lane. We have Norris back down to Crutwig on the left side here. Grandison on him. Tough matchup. Crutwig with the floater up and good. Back to a 10-point Loyola lead. You have to get that rebound. Man. 10-point lead for Loyola. Can't chip into it. Like, the thing is, even if we start picking it up offensively and Iowa and Kofi get going, like, I don't have faith that you'll stop them defensively. That's the problem. Uh, offensively, you've been bad, but defensively, they're getting easy looks. That's the problem. You're laboring for mid-range jumpers, and they're getting easy looks. Trent going to the uh, rim, up and good. Do we get a foul? Please tell me that's not on the floor. Is that on the floor, Trevor? Yep. God dang it. You know, if I, okay, I'm not even, no, I'm not going to go. I was about to go the peripheral stuff. I'm not going to do it today, guys. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to broach those things. It's all about the game. All right, 39 to 29, 16, 18 to go. Adam Miller to inbound it. We got, Corbello was in the game. Trent takes a seat. Corbello trying to go baseline. Nothing there. Picks up his dribble in no man's land to Kofi on the block. Kofi up and good. And the foul? They better count that. They do. Thank God. Nice move, Kofi. What were you down a half Man, nine? Hey, what do you think uh, Loyola's plan is for Kofi? It's literally just the Double two and triple. closest. 
triple team. That's, oh my, geez. That's a heck of a job by Kofi to fight through that. You okay. know, if you do, if you do win this game to come back and move on, like Loyola has set a textbook on how to mess up Illinois. That's for sure. They have, but it's almost like, you know, I texted you guys that if you don't win this game, then you weren't winning a national title. But the other side of that coin would say, okay, this, this could just be that really tough matchup. And if you somehow find a way to win, you aren't going to play a more disciplined team. You, you, want, you aren't, right? Uh, yes. There's going to be other challenges, but this is a team that just does what they do extremely well. And a steal, Kofi gets in the passing lane. Iowa's trying to run, but Loyola just gets back. Man. Okay, down to Kofi. Kofi with the ball. Up and good. It is a six-point game. Just what you needed, guys. You're chipping in. And you got to think that the way Kofi's reacting. Okay, oh, four slap. Okay, so here we go. Loyola ball with 15.35 to go. And 39-33. This is Crutwig up at the top of the key. Norris is trying to fight through that screen. He's going to the lane. It is up. It is no good, but a foul on Curbelo. They've been doing that all game long. Why have we not adjusted? They are getting into the paint with absolute ease. At right will. Now. Whenever they want to. It's right there for him. Easy buckets, and we haven't adjusted. There was got to be something he could do. See, it's yeah, Krowig is good, obviously, and we can talk about his praises all day long. But it seems so simple when you've got it into Kofi. He's able to body him around. Like you just need to give him the ball. Okay, well, if we're trying to look for positives, you cut into the lead by three. Just do that every yeah, four minutes. Going chunk. to the line, I know free throws right now. So you really cut into the lead by one. Let's see how, how good this booger is at free throws. He is a 74, uh, 80% free throw shooter. Okay. Uh, offensively, you know, you were getting some easy looks again. You were attacking the rim. It's just, it's not going to matter if you don't get stops. I mean, that's such a, you know, superficial analysis of it, but it's true. And that's why, God, guys, going into this game, I just thought it's as simple as you got more playmakers than they do. So if push came to shove... And also, I thought our defense would be better than this. I just can't believe how well they're moving off these ball screens and just getting to the rim. I'm trying to think of a team that's done that that well against us this year. And you'd have to go way back. Seems like Maryland, for example. Maryland was the, getting to the rim whenever they wanted back in January. The, the thing, too, that's different, I would say, about Baylor is, I mean, obviously what Trevor said against Baylor, he had three or four bad minutes instead of 17 bad minutes. But sure. Baylor, Baylor was just great. Uh, athletically, you know, they have a few guys that are going to play in the NBA uh, and they just have athleticism off the charts. Like, I don't necessarily, I mean, look at the dude that's about to shoot free throws. He's not playing in the NBA. Like, he's not a freak athletically, but they are still somehow getting to the rim at will and then making everything so difficult on you. This is from Stephen Bardo on Twitter. Loyola keeps going with the same action and the Illini have not adjusted. The guards have lived in the paint today. And that's the truth. That's just... Figure it out. This is where Trevor, it's so simplistic to say coaching, but what the hell? Make an adjustment. It's been the same thing all day. Yeah, you're getting out of coach right now, for sure, which is it's frustrating because I think that one of the biggest pros Illinois has on their team and their staff is that they have great coaches, they understand teams, and they have an ability to adjust. I think a lot of coaches around the country don't, or at least don't have a willingness to um, adjust because they want to run their stuff and Underwood doesn't care. He's, if, if someone tells him something that's proven to work, he'll be like, fine, let's do it. So it, it's a little frustrating that there hasn't been an adjustment. 
who is your defensive guy? Antigua? No, Chin Coleman. And then Gentry. And Gentry is your offensive guru. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. It, right now, it's really not the offense that bothers me as much. Of course, you're laboring more for shots than usual, and you're scoring way under what you normally do. But it's the fact that even as you're chipping in, it just feels like Wisconsin's, or sorry, see, it feels like an old Wisconsin team, does it not? Does this not feel like an old yeah. Wisconsin team? Yeah. Where you just pull in your hair out? Yeah. The other thing that doesn't make like a lot of sense is Georgia Tech was offensively getting what they wanted for yes. the most part without the best player. They shot 60% from the field. Like it's not like Loyola won that game by 20 either. Like that's what's also so interesting and why I felt a lot better about today. Agreed. Yeah, I thought that that Georgia Tech game gave us a blueprint on how to attack them. Excuse me, attack them with two-point baskets close to the rim because Georgia Tech was getting there often. But maybe the difference is that Kofi, as athletic as he is, is kind of, okay, he goes one for two from the line. So you've gained two, guys. You've gained two in the first four and a half minutes. Chipping away, let's hope. But yeah, it, but Kofi is a little bit more stationary despite his athleticism, so you don't have that, like, it felt like Georgia Tech had a bunch of six six guys that were just athletes and could take it to the rim. Here's Corbello trying to get to the rim himself, and we get a foul on Loyola. So that's their fourth. And we'll see if free throw shooting doesn't become a factor later this game. When in doubt, when in doubt, just let Curbelo dribble around. I mean, what does he have? One turnover today? It's more exciting than what we've been doing on offense. <laughs> this is the Curbelo just driving around, dribbling around aimlessly offense. Okay, here's Adam Miller, 20 in the shot clock. 15.05 to go. Io, top of the key. Williamson on him has done an amazing job. Here's Corbello back up top. We got 10 on the shot clock. Kofi's coming up for a screen. Corbello's trying to deny through the defense. He loses it going the other way. 11 turnovers. You're not going to do it. You're going to lose unless you stop. Jinxed it. I mean, you, you keep turning it over. It's not going to happen. Because every opportunity you give Loyola, they're going to score half the times they're down there, right? It seems like. And right now, it seems like you just not, you're missing way too many opportunities in order to chip, like your offense would have to play lights out the way that Loyola's offense is playing. Here's Norris taking it to the basket. Surprise, there wasn't a foul on Curbelo there. Here's Kofi on Crutwig. Crutwig gets tr- a travel call on him. Okay. A little shuffle of the feet. Kofi settling in defensively this second half. Feels like a little bit. You got it. Yeah. God, Loyola has six turnovers, which for them is probably astronomical. So just clean it up. Clean it up, guys. Adam Miller with the ball, left side of the perimeter. We got 14-20 to go. DeMonte, he's trying to find the lane here. And that's, I don't know what the hell that was. You can't, this is not the game to have Trent doing mid-range pull-ups and DeMonte doing post hooks. No. Like, it's just not, and, and obviously I know, like, if I said that against Ohio State when DeMonte had a, a post hook and it worked, like, you know, there's a difference, but it just feels like so many guys are taking shots they're not used to right now. And it's like, this is not the time to experiment with shots you're not used to. No. And that, that Loyola guard just bodied up Adam Miller. I mean, Adam played decent enough defense, but Alea puts it back to a nine-point lead, so you haven't gained any ground. Here's Miller with the three. It is no good. Kofi gets the board. He's going to try to take it up himself. Keep it high, Kofi. Out of bounds on Loyola. No. How is that out on us? I don't know, Trevor. You probably saw it, but. Yeah, it looked like it hit Kofi's knee after it hit the Loyola player out of bounds. Oh, maybe his foot. I mean, again, like I credit Loyola because that's not something teams did all year against Kofi. When he grabbed a board, 
he'd have about seven seconds to resettle and nobody stopped him. And there they were just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to poke at the ball and oh, look at that, you know? Yeah. Here's Norris on track. Come on, Corbello. Oh my God. Out of, yes. Corbello with a great hustle play. So what happened here? And I hope he's not hurt. I don't know how that wasn't a foul, first of all. Well, no, no. Hmm. Corbello getting up. Yeah, Corbello kind of got rocked. All right, so Corbello got the steal. Two guys were going for it. It's it's that foul. He pushed his lower back as they got closer to the sideline. So it's not the first contact. Watch this on the replay. It's when he pushes his lower back. That's a foul. But Corbello stays in. 13-17 to go. Iowa with the ball. Iowa's got to do something, man. Three-pointers up and good. 42-36. to 36. Oh, all right, here's my thing, guys. You got to be like a two-possession game at the under eight. You got to be, I think. Because like a two-possession game against these guys is like a four-possession game against others. They're still going to they're uh-huh. continue to play clean ball. So you just need to give yourself a bit more margin for error and, and tighten this thing up quickly. All right, so here's Williamson going to the lane from the free throw line up and good. Jesus Christ. God, can they I mean, that was good defense, and he still hit it. Yeah, yeah. Back to an eight-point lead. Just cannot chip into this thing, which makes you just really kind of pissed off the way the first half went as you're playing these guys even right now. Io gets fouled. I think it'll be on the ground. Is that right, Trevor? Yeah. Hmm. Five fouls on Loyola. At least I got some good coffee. Ugh. It's just kind of like, I mean, it's like, like I said, it's like coming back against Wisconsin or Virginia or something. It just feels like you're kind of stuck in the mud as it goes. Yeah. You can come back. It's just like, my God, this eight point lead feels like they're up by 25, you know? Yeah. It's pulling teeth. It is totally pulling teeth. DeMonte. Every. Oh, sorry. Please don't do anything. Okay. Sorry. The refs just had to get in there and talk. Go ahead, Isaac. Every, every time you take a step forward. It's like they get it right back. Or you take 1.5 steps forward and then they get 1.4 steps back. Like you're just not making much momentum. Yeah, I mean, you've outscored it by one in the first eight minutes and that's fine, but you got outscored by eight the rest of the way. Another foul on Loyola. So this is interesting, guys. Six on Loyola and they're calling it closer this half. So I I think you just got to... It's weird. On one hand, I want you to speed it up, but on the other, muck it up and get to the line with Io and Curbelo and I guess Trent, if he can try to drive a little bit. Adam Miller has been making free throws recently. Let your guards start attacking. Fight fire with fire a little bit here. All right. Here's Trent to inbound. Trent, Georgie, DeMonte, Curbelo, Io with 12.18 to go. Curbelo's going left. He finds Io. And this is the ice defense that we did against Michigan. They're just keeping us from doing anything. DeMonte with the ball. Gets the pick from Georgie. DeMonte looks for Io. Three is up and no good. Now we're going the other way. Uh, DeMonte shouldn't be in this game if that's what he's going to do. He can't take it off the dribble. Why is he getting high screen? Yeah. That's not his game. Loyola makes it. Ten-point lead again. Oh, my God. God, that was a great finish. Like That was good defense, and he just made it over somebody way taller than him. Foul on Loyola. We're going to the line. So when halfway through this half, you've actually lost a point. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my good Lord. Why does Crutwig have to be just like that typical annoying white guy that's so good, too? Like, why can't we lose to, like, Duke, you know, with all these five-star guys? 
You know, it's one of those things. It annoys me when... Yeah, Trevor. Um, it just annoys me when you sort of fall into the other team's scheme. And that's any... Whether it's a high tempo, low tempo, whatever. Like, it's... I don't know. It just feels like Illinois has allowed themselves to fall into the trap of having to sort of play Loyola's game and mimic what they're doing, which isn't their game. So it's just a frustrating that you can't get one of these spurts going where you force them to sort of have the low ground while you take over the high ground because it's like i don't know i just really don't like when when the team has to mimic another team that you know it's like following a kid around at school who's popular and just trying to be like him like it's just annoying like just Mm -hmm. try to be yourself that doesn't make any sense no 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 i i I get where you're going with with there i mean this is you know it's tricky to not start going down that rabbit hole of like if we lose what does that mean for the rest of the year you know Uh, and, and that's something i'll i'll think about later what year Year's over. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, how we frame it, you know, how we oh. look back on it. I mean, thank God for the tangible thing of the Big Ten tournament and all the fun that we had with that. The, and it, it was a remarkable run, but unfortunately, guys, you know, I, I got to be honest, I've seen disappointing tournament losses, and you could throw Arizona in 01, but that's a one versus two seed, and that was a great Arizona team. You go back to 05, you lost the national title. I've had disappointments, right? But I was too young to remember Austin P, and that's not to compare Loyola to that. But this is going to be one of those games where that is just going to stink and sit there for freaking ever. Like that, that is one that you just put up in the hall of shame. Not so much shame losing to Loyola, but that you missed an opportunity. And I, I really don't want to have that conversation. So the, I think the floating narrative in either direction that will be um, sort of rewritten, like it, it has a chance to be written either way. And, and it's and stupid because Illinois just won 13 of its last 14. So, you know, you lose this game and the narrative is, well, those bugaboos were there all year and it finally nipped them. But, like, I don't know if that is an accurate summation of what's going on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like uh, that will be the narrative, right? Is, boy, Illinois had a few weird losses throughout the year and it kind of felt like that was just going to happen at some point and it did. But I don't, I just, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't feel that way coming into this game. So that will be the easy way to frame it after this game is, a year with some bugaboos that ended disappointingly and no one's surprised. But like, I don't think that's the case. I, I'll say this game, this game feels like an outlier. Like again, Trevor, I know you said we've had like down games where you played sloppy, but Loyola is just so much different than other teams we've played. And like I said, they're slapping it up and just crowding us defensively like Baylor did. But Loyola is so much different than Baylor. And like, I don't, yeah, it's not like you've missed 15 free throws and that's why you're down 10. It's not like, you know, you've turned the ball over a bunch. Well, I mean, you have, but oh. Io misses God. the free throw. Sorry, Io. Andre Cubello misses the free throw. Never mind. It all sucks. Burn it down. <laughs> oh, my God. This game is just boring my ass right now. Can you bore one's ass? I don't know what that even means. Jesus, I'm not even thinking straight right now. I'm not drinking. I'm having coffee. Oil makes another shot. It's a 12-point lead. I don't know, guys. You know, I mean, there is some validity to just getting run out of the gym and not even being that upset, if that makes any sense. Instead no, I, like, I know what you mean. Oh, I mean, it's like if you weren't... Instead of a ref screwing you out on a bad call or something. Yeah, if you weren't even close to begin with, as Andre Corbello just gets loses it. This is danger zone right here. Loyola going for the extended lead. They missed the layup and a foul on Trent, I think, as we see. Honestly, Loyola, like, just defensively, athletically, like, Loyola's big. They, you could have told me Illinois was the eight seed today. I mean, just by the way Loyola's playing, and by the way you're playing, it's 
Gee, God, I don't even know. This is, you have 36 freaking points and you average, what, like 81? Yeah, so, 81. Uh, yeah, yeah. Loyola with a free throw. They missed their first one. I mean, this this is like pulling teeth, guys. This I don't just, know. I mean, this would be, I'm trying to think, this would definitely be the most disappointing, frustrating loss, like, as an Illinois. Like, oh, hell yeah. Because as even when Gross was here and everything, you never played a game with this much impact. Never. And the fact too, the fact too that you're getting waxed as a one seed by an eight seed. It, there's it, just no words. My my buddy Andrew just texted me about IO, just a lack of confidence. He looks out of sorts. I mean, he's not the IO that we've grown accustomed to, and I would hate for this to be the way to go out because he's. His legacy is secure with all the damn games that he's won you and the fact he brought you back to relevancy. So that's, that is secure. As we try to get a little backdoor action here, back out to DeMonte. The three is up. No good. Kofi's trying to get the board. It's going to stay with Illinois. Again, like, you, people are, they're getting flustered. The guys are flustered and they're mm -hmm. doing things. That, like, DeMonte does not do that where he sort of, you know, it's not a, it's not a catch and shoot. It's like a pick up and shoot. Like, that's not his shot. He needs to stand firm get his shot set and shoot it. And he, then he makes it. He doesn't make those sort of scramble pickup threes. So why is like, like it, I just hate to see everybody doing things that are uncharacteristic uh, sort of out of sorts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's everybody's uncharacteristic today. Everybody's out of sorts and loyal. deserves a lot of credit for that, but God, we've played great teams all year. DeMonte goes up for the layup and he can't make it, but he gets fouled. Holy God. How many things this game again, just to add like, I don't know if one thing has really gone your way. Not a lot. All that little stuff. And again, you're playing terribly. That's why you're losing. But all this little stuff, like that sucker needs to just stay in. Holy cow. DeMonte going to the line. He'll have two. The first one is up. Good. And again, like it, it, it's, it's a very lazy take, but I think it is true to a certain extent. If you're a one seed with two All-Americans and one of the best coaches out there, somebody has to say, I've had enough. And yep. again, like it's right. hard to do that because it's easier said than done. But like, you know, we're talking about everybody's out of sorts. Somebody needs to not be. Yep. Okay. This is like put up or shut up. 10 minutes left in your season. Like, do you want to win or not? Yeah. That's, that's essentially it. I, I just don't want this, the legacy of this team to be tarnished, but it, it just inevitably would be if this is how you're going to go out. I think less so if, if Trevor, you mentioned there'd be maybe more heartbreak and, and anger if it were super close and then it's just a heartbreaker. Bad ref call or, you know, Loyola makes a shot. Kretwig misses that one. Yeah, I'm not heartbroken right now. I'm sort of apathetically yeah. disappointed. Isn't that weird? We're going the other way. So good job by Illinois on defense. But yeah, there's a, there's an apathy to you know, almost and a sense a of inevitability. Mechanism, by I the hear way. you. Like it I'm is. just, it I'm is. protecting myself from smashing a window <laughs> by being apathetic about it. Yeah, I but hear you. I just with the way they played, it's like, well, you done screwed it up. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Well, was, and, yeah, go ahead, Isaac. I was just going to say, I was kind of thinking this morning, like, see, if you're a five or six seed and you lose in the second round, it's like, okay, you didn't have as much hype or as much to play for. But like, the higher you are, the better you are, the more hope you have, the worse it is when you do fall. Trent trying to take it to the rim. He makes a nice baseline jumper. It's a nine-point game with 9.43 to go. You know, Trevor, earlier I said, you got to get to like four, two-possession game at the under eight, or maybe I said the under 12, I forget, but uh, yeah. You said the under eight. And it's within reaching, it's within striking distance here as you're down nine with 925 to go. Another guard goes over the top of the screen. 
We did a pretty good job recovering there. They're trying to find Crutwig down low. They got a reset with seven on the shot clock. Guard is going right. Now he's going left. They're just going to have to launch one here, guys. Uh, an 18-footer and a foul on Io. You just can't do that. You I, don't why I don't know why he's mad. You'll see the replay in a second. Like grabbed him? Literally grabbed him. I, I... Oh, my God. That's a foul and a half. But, like, you've played perfect defense the whole shot clock. I mean, I guess our, Io's argument would be that he kind of shimmied his way okay. into Io. He did go to his right, but regardless, it's contact. Sure, but Io was in his cylinder, so. Yeah. That's just a disappointing end to what was an otherwise good, otherwise good possession that went a full 30 seconds, and that's part of the problem. Now it's a time I loved, issue. I mean, I love Io. He's my favorite player ever, but this chump, I haven't even paid attention to his name, shooting free throws, is outplaying. Yes, you. he is. Yes. Okay, a long rebound. Kofi gets it. Thank God. <laughs> Everything is just like, ah. 10-point game with 9.05 to go. There have been crazier comebacks, but good Lord, Loyola's just making you work. Torturous. All right, here goes Io trying to take it right off the board. No foul. We're going the other way. It's just, we've, we've said it, Trevor. It's just, if you're going to be that guy, you got to be that guy in this moment. I mean, uh, again, it's like I, it, I, I hate saying it because like it's hard. I'm not just saying like make the shot even though three people are in your face, but somebody's got to do some crap. Someone's got to do. Like, some, it's a game. It's it's a game of basketball where you put the ball in the cylinder, and for some reason, the guys that have been so good at it this year can't do it today. Everything is just so hard. As we see some pressure here from Loyola and a turnover, unbelievable. Oh my God, three is no good. Boy, do we escape that one. That would have been. I, like, I would have. Honestly, what what is an excuse for that? There's not one. I would have damn near called game at that point. Here's Miller in the lane, up and good. Eight point game. But that's with what I'm saying. It's like somebody. I don't care if it's Adam. I don't. Care yeah, if it's you're right. Georgie. Like like someone has to just be like, give me the damn ball. I'm scoring twice. Like. Io is up on Norris. We have. Let's see. Loyal is taking their time now, guys, because time is an element, and they tend to still get good looks. Kofi reaches in in a silly foul. Oh, good. Let's foul Crowley by the three-point line because he's done so much damage out there. We're going to break. Are they I in just, the bonus yet? Uh, six fouls in Illinois. No. Not yet. Okay. I'm just going to very quickly, the sponsors, I, I don't think will mind. DPDO.com, RectorConstruction.com, FourthAndKirby.com, BrianIsMyGuy.com. People know the sponsors. We'll hit them more as we go through, but... Holy macaroni. I mean, you just keep waiting for a run. And it's just not coming. Like, I'm just talking about like a 5-0 run, except for that at the end of the first half. stretch at the end of the first half. That was it. Like, I don't know when, other than that, you strung together two makes with a defensive stop in between them. You know, you guys probably sense this. I mean, I, I got nothing. At this point, it's either you're going to make some plays and come back, or you're just going to lose by eight, nine points. Yep. I mean, so, it. It, again, that's not really analysis. It's just, I mean, I think this is where I need to go. And you mentioned defense mechanism or coping mechanism earlier, Trevor, that we do need to be reminded we have zero. This is where sports fandom can be tricky because we forget that we have zero control. I've never met a single one of these guys. We live and breathe with it because it is fun. When it's fun, it's really fun. But at the end of the day, there's literally nothing we can do. So it's kind of goofy how 
as sports fans, mm-hmm. we get so tied up into it. It's inevitable. I do it all the time, right? It would suck to lose, but I'm, I'm starting to gravitate towards that. Well, what the hell? I mean, because essentially, if the game ends and Illinois loses, and it's what, 115 by the time that game ends on an absolutely beautiful Sunday in March, what am I going to do? Just sit and stare at a wall for the rest of the day? <laughs> I mean, really, but yeah. I, I know I know what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to watch basketball and I'm not going to go on Twitter. I, I just I will need to yep. purposefully detach and do non sportsy crap. But I was just going to say, I know on. what I'm not going to do is go on Twitter and say something about somebody that I'm going to look at in three hours and be like, now, why the hell did I say that? Yeah, that's a that's a good point, though, Carp. Like, I mean, obviously, we're all in pain right now and we're trying to talk through it, but. This is kind of a therapy have, session, right? <laughs> I am Isaac and I'm an Illinois basketball addict. Uh, no, but like I have, if Illinois loses, I'm going to have a hundred times less desire to be like absolutely into the tournament. Like I'm going to still watch. It's going to be fun. But like, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like your team's out and the way you lost, like every time you see a basketball, you're going to think about this. Like, it, again, it's, I don't know. Screw this. Gosh dang. I know. Yeah. It's, it is, it's difficult to just say, well, I had no control over it. Life goes on. I'm going to go out and do stuff. But when, you know, you know, it's weird guys. It's so weird. It, it wasn't, I have not watched Loyola once this year. I remember the final four run. I didn't figure it was going to be a blowout, but I also thought, you know, the way we're playing, why should I doubt this team? And, and you'd mentioned Isaac to not let, that you let your guard down, and I think we all did, but we had reasons to, right? There was plenty to tell us that, you know what? This team turned that corner. They figured something out. Eight minutes to go. Okay, let's let's call some here. This is basically, I think these four minutes are essential. And the thing about that too, Carp, is like, yeah. Oh my God. That's Iowa's man again. Iowa's gotten beat countless times today. This is going to be an awful, awful way for him to go out. You know, that, that uh, part, honestly, that part kind of makes me sick to my stomach. That he's having his worst game since he was a freshman. As Adam go, Miller Adam. takes it to the basket. But man, he has <laughs> been abysmal on defense. And he probably knows it. And what the hell? But like, I hate that that could be his last hurrah. Is this the way he's playing? Well, like, Carp, the thing that's so frustrating, too, is it's not like we played babies the last few games of the year. No. Like, all the teams in the Big Ten are super high up there in defensive efficiency, too. Yeah. Here's a Williamson Iowa on him. Williamson taking a baseline up and good. Guys, you're here. You're all I mean, Americans. It's, just, it's blow for blow at this point. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. If, you, if you're going to go punch for punch now, you're down by 10. But it's punch for punch, and then it's Iowa getting beat over and over. He tries to find yeah. Kofi. Good pass. Kofi up and in. Back to an eight-point game. Back to so the get a stop. Get a stop. But God, man, I just that makes me sick. Is if that's how I was going to leave because he's so much better than how he's showing today. It's it's bizarre, honestly. Like, oh my God, another oh God. Trent fortunately got in front of his guy there. So six twenty five to go. They're trying to find Crutwig. It's going to be Crutwig here on the left block. Against Kofi going baseline, up and good. You just you aren't going to win if you don't get stopped. So, kind of is what it is at this point. And you know, you know the thing that's going to annoy me more than any other thing on planet Earth 
is if they end up losing by four because there's some amazing spurt with a minute and 30 seconds left, <laughs> it, it takes you back into the game. That would be, yeah, all too appropriate given some of our frustrations earlier this year. I would rather they get outscored 19-0 in the next five minutes than come back and lose by two. Ill-advised three from Trent. <laughs> I don't know, guys. This ain't Arizona when you're down 15. That that Illinois basketball team, uh, uh, whatever. What, I got nothing to say right now. This just kind of blows. And this just blows. Another guard goes over the top of the screen. Crutwig now. Kofi on him. Crutwig misses it. Fortunately, no foul called. Io with the ball. 520 to go. Just thank God none of us paid 200-some dollars for a ticket today, huh? Io can't make the... Io misses the layup. Unbelievable. This is just one of the... I've been saving a lot of money. How is that a foul? Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, that's game. That's game. I just don't know. I just don't know how we look back on this season. I mean, of course, prisoners of the moment. I don't want, I don't want anyone to get too, and like you know, I'm not trying to control people. They do what they want on Twitter, but someone's going to have some flaming garbage take about. I told you Underwood isn't a good coach. Like, let's calm down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to take this so far that it's like because Ohio State fans after the Oral Roberts loss, horrible loss, but they're like. Holtman should be gone. This team was garbage all year. And it's like, okay, hang on. Like they were one of the best teams and Holtman is one of the best coaches. So I I don't know. I I just want to temper our flaming hot takes. But then at the same time, I do want to say that you were out coached and outplayed in this game badly. You know, when when that becomes a problem, Trevor, is if you string a few disappointing NCAA tournament losses in a few seasons in a row, and then all of a sudden it becomes this kind of stigma. Corbello makes it. It's an 11-point game with 4.55 to go. I think they want some pressure here. Adam Miller on Norris. But yeah, I, that, that's just it. Is One seeds lose. One seeds lose in the second round. Uh, this would not be that crazy of an upset. Uh, Norris is taking a baseline. Fortunately, we get in there. Okay, we got a turnover, so you got to get a bucket. Adam Miller with the ball on the left side of the perimeter. Corbello trying to take it into the lane. He's trying to take a baseline now. He finds Kofi. Kofi somehow corrals it, and we got a foul on the floor. So we're going Jeez, to... Jesus, what a pass. Yeah. And this will be, I think, two, two shots. Is that the 10th foul on Loyola, Trevor? Uh, it's the ninth, but yes, it still will be. Oh, they call a shooting foul? Oh, gosh, no. No. Yeah. What? Why are we it's taking like, that? Okay. That play, like, right there... Again, it's easy for me to say this because I'm watching at home. It looks like everybody was flying around playing defense. It's like, dude, where has that been? The whole, like, Loyola has played 11 out of 10 defense, like you said, Trevor, since tip. And you've decided to wait. And now you're probably going to go on some fake rally. Jeez. Well, it's just, just, you know, it's just so frustrating about all of it is that what, what is the most helpless feeling watching things like this is the time just keeps ticking. <laughs> Kofi makes it. Uh, the the time just keeps ticking, and then before you know it, you look up. There's four and a half minutes to go, and it's like, what it's, the he- what the hell was that? <laughs> it's a really good that? exercise in control for me because I'm someone who struggles. And like when I was younger, my parents would always be like, "Why are you holding the remote while we're watching TV?" I don't know. <laughs> like I just right, have yeah, control yeah. over I things. Was the same way. So this whole like COVID and the season and like VCU could just be done. Like. That whole thing is sort of a good exercise in understanding that I have no control over any of this, but yeah. 
I, I, I am past because of the way this game has been played. You mentioned the word apathy, Trevor. The sort I'm of, laughing right now. I like I. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. Yeah. Oh boy. Loyola ball, fifty-nine <laughs> to fifty, four, ten to go. Crutwig with the ball up top. Another guard goes over the screen. We got Crutwig with the little alley oop tipping thing. How does sure, sure, sure. Boy, guys. Sure. And and the long history of Illinois tournament disappointments, this is going to be way up there because what it does is it kind of paints the picture of how you feel about the whole damn thing. And I, I hate that. It's like I hate um, my I was it my freshman year, maybe my sophomore year when Malcolm Hill and them beat Michigan State before the Rutgers disappointment to win that game. Uh, and like that was senior night. He was crying. I thought, oh, my God, this is awesome. Like I took a picture with him. We took his fat head home, my roommate and I. Like it was the best. And then it's immediately nullified three days later when yep. Deontay Foreman hits a three. And it's like, well, okay, now, now I don't even remember that. It's like a picture on my camera roll where I'm like, oh, yeah, that. So <laughs> it's not – I'm not that – I'm not going to look back on this season and go, oh, yeah, that. But it does suck because it's like you can't help but not feel the end result of it when you, whenever you – like I can't watch a highlight of Io hitting a shot against Northwestern from half court and not in the back of my head go, and they lost by 13 to Loyola and he had a stinker of a game. Like it's just going to be there. God. I just don't know. I mean – well, yeah, what's there to say? I mean, we we can write the obituary and stuff afterwards. I don't know when I'm going to want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I need like a day. I'm literally going to put my phone in a drawer after we're done with this. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Well, I, I know this. It will be a nice reprieve from Twitter because I'm just going to refuse to go on. I respect the hell. And this is just an example. But like, I respect the hell out of Shannon Ryan and Steve Greenberg, but they got to continue to cover Loyola. So it's like, yep. I, I, I don't need reminders. I don't need to watch basketball. But but that's the other part of it is that, you know, to get that opportunity Friday and then to ah, watch the rest of the games, know when you got your first win under your belt and just, but this is just so sudden and just, it, it it's done, you know? And uh, I genuinely believe they can win a national title and then you're going to lose in the second round. And I don't think anyone that picked Illinois to make the championship or win a national title was at fault. I think that they were playing that good of basketball, but then it just kind of ends, and for what? And, and and no one seed for Illinois has done worse than an Elite Eight appearance. Mm. I know there haven't been many. Well, that's sort of the reason why this disappointment would rank up there, right? Is not because of the opponent context, but because of your expectations and context. Because like this is nowhere near an Austin P or University of Wisconsin Milwaukee. I know you didn't lose that game, but you know it, they're not that kind of a team. The problem is you're a one seed, <laughs> so. You know, if this was like a 5-4 game, it would be nowhere near the top of disappointments. But the problem is it's an 8-1 game. There will be some people afterwards that say, well, you know, uh, I guess I'll root for Loyola now. But honestly, if Loyola went on and won a bunch of games, that wouldn't make me feel better. That would make me feel worse. <laughs> like, it'd be like, oh, wait, that was our path. And they got it, you know. So that's why the you just The only thing that would detach. make me feel better is if Oklahoma State runs Loyola. And then I'm like, okay, well, maybe even if you'd won the Loyola game, they would have got you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here it is, guys. I mean, it happens or it doesn't. And this is it. Here's your season. I just hate that it took you. You've been outscored by two this half. 
right? That you can live with if you just hadn't gotten outscored by nine or really more to the point like double digits in the first half until that final run. Like to mm-hmm. come out like that, to have this game plan and probably feel good about it and then just, you know, suck. I don't know. That's just a very anticlimactic way to end it if that's how it's going to be. 10-point lead. Kofi makes his first with 3.48 to go. Or guys... Kofi's been good from the line. Yeah, yeah. Or or this is the next Arizona 05. So, hey, if you you got that 3% chance of a miracle happening. It's not not happening. Kofi makes both, and you got to pressure or something. I don't know. I mean, because they're just going to bleed 30 seconds out of the clock, and you got to take some risk here. And if that means give... Well, okay. You know, another funny thing, too, is I feel like Loyola has scored every single possession, but they only have 61 points. It's not like they're putting up 90. Oh, God. You know, here's a question, and it's easy to say this with 335 to go. You know how Georgia Tech played that funky zone? Why why didn't we ever try any zone looks? Because their guards just kept Uh, getting to the... You got Kofi down in the middle against Crutwig. I don't know. It's easier said than done now, but... It is. I see what you're saying, though. I I do think at a certain point in that first half, it was on the coaches to adjust, and they didn't. Yeah, how much of this do you guys think is, like, the players just not mentally adjusting, or how much of it is the coaches just sticking with what they've been game-playing in the past 48 hours? I don't know. The mental component of this throws me, Isaac, because this is just not what the team has done. I thought last Sunday, in a weird way, despite not being their most efficient performance, was one of their most impressive because they just gutted that out. We all Tough, thought they were yeah. going to lose that Ohio State game. So I, I had like no concerns mentally coming into this game, even though you could have said, well, it's the trap game. Loyal Chicago wants to beat the state school. That's all fine and good. But the mental part of it, it would be interesting to get inside these guys' heads. What changed? Why are they just not themselves? Corbello finds Kofi up and in. That's probably my biggest disappointment is that you fell exactly into that trap narrative, which is something they had um, not done since. I mean, uh, there was no narrative in the games that they lost except for maybe the Missouri game. So it's just it's important. that That's probably my biggest disappointment, honestly. Beyond Iowa missing shots, beyond them not preparing for Loyola's defense is like they got mentally punked in this game and did not punch back. I I mean, I guess you can say they're punching back now, but like, it doesn't matter. No, I like, I, I feel the same way because if, again, if Loyola is making a bunch of threes, like if Dwayne Washington, right. were to beat you last week, so disappointing, but you kind of would have had to go give hats off to Dwayne Washington. Right. Like, if Loyola was making a ton of threes or Kurtwig was just hitting, Kurtwig, whatever the hell, was just making everything, then you got to just give them credit. But, like, you are just getting out-schemed. And the thing is, Loyola has done this every game all year. Like, this is exactly what they did to Georgia Tech. And you just look like you've never seen this offense or you've never seen anything Loyola has done before. And I'm sure Mosier has had... Experience. I mean, he's been been there for almost a decade now. He has tournament experience, but that's what I think is so frustrating too. I'd have to agree with Trevor. Is like, it's not like Loyola is just hitting a ton of threes, right? You are just falling into their trap, which you knew one hundred and ten percent what they were going to do. Yeah, that's the thing. This is no no different. 
is it a bad scout? Is it a bad plan? Is it lifeless performance? I think that our inability to fight through, our inability to fight through those screens. I mean, the guard. Listen, guys. As I look at, we we do need to go ahead, Trevor. Real quick. Yeah, I got some after you're done. I just in in the midst of your scout comment. I I, this is the worst Iowa's played defensively. I think even more so than than the offense. I mean, he just is lost. I mean, he's getting schooled on the backdoor cuts. He's He's just not sticking to his man. I, Trent really hasn't made an impact on either side of the floor. Uh, I think defensively, this has been your worst um, schematic, oh, yeah. schematic plan, I guess, in in quite some time because they're just they're just beating you. As I look at this, Io with nine points on four of ten shooting, three ass- one re- one rebound. One for Iowa, which is uncharacteristic. Three assists and five turnovers. I mean, this is the tricky thing, right? Is that you can't talk about this game without talking about how bad he's been. He's not the only one, but if I look at it, Kofi's got 19. So, I mean, Kofi's got 19 and nine. Kofi ain't the he's, problem. He's been fine. And he's like, five like for six from the line, Kofi's right? Been Kofi. Yeah, Kofi's been Kofi. I don't think he had like an uncharacteristically poor performance. Trent, two points on one of eight shooting. The- I mean... Sorry, Carp. I was just going to say, like, we knew Krutwick was going to get his, too. It was about limiting him. Like, and I would say Kofi has limited him and played solid defense for the most part. And then Kofi's went out and got his own. So yep. it seems like there's a one main missing factor. And again, the role players definitely haven't played as well as they have played. Um, but Lo- I mean, Loyola, I'm, I'm giving them credit, too, because they sure. look like they're just look like veterans. They're veterans. They're long. I mean, besides this small white kid, and they're again definitely better than I thought they were going to play. Hell yeah! I mean, they listen. There, there is something to be said that they're playing a great game today, and that is that is getting you out of your element. There's no doubt it is. But you mm-hmm. got to be able to overcome that. I mean, if these two teams played ten times, I, I doubt I pick Loyola to win six of them. I would think it'd be at least half and half. Is Curbelo just obvious late foul? It's well, just, this is the worst case, and like this is like, you know, worst case scenario in terms of this, the rails come off when you get down. You get punched and you don't punch back. So this is like if you played ten times, this is the one time that you're going to lose by double digits. Yeah. I feel confident saying that. I mean, here's the guys who have played well. I think Kofi, he got his. Kofi's been fine. I know Crutwick has got his too. Crutwick's good. It happens. Adam Miller. That's all I got. Curbelo yep. with moments, but Curbelo has been bad in the second half. That's He's it. Been okay. Uh, I just this is how you're going to go down. Wow. But I have a strange amount of confidence in saying that like they deserve to go down this way. Does that make sense? Yep. Like nothing. I, I don't feel gypped in any way. Like the sadness is you suck today and you lost. It's just so frustrating. Like, I was not, I don't remember being this. Obviously, the Michigan State game a few weeks ago didn't matter as much, but like, you played terrible in that game, too. And this just feels like you have guys on your roster that, oh my oh gosh. My. There, that's, you just got to feel so bad. Like, it's so weird because Io has stepped up in every clutch moment. I mean, for the most part in his career. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, and, and here's the thing, Isaac. It's not that he's not being the hero today. It's that he's been terrible. 
He's been a liability. He's been a liability today, and that just breaks my freaking heart. That that is the one thing where you you can't help but feel an attachment to this team and everything that Io did to get this program back to where it is now. And you're still in a pretty good place, right? I mean, Adam Miller has been remarkable. I think the last stretch here, so I feel really good about him and Curbelo as your backcourt next year. I don't think Kofi made himself any money today. He was fine, but you know, listen, Kofi's got to make a decision, and as he. We'll go the line. Trevor's favorite thing here. Can't make it, but it'll go the line. Uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Carp. I was You're just going to say, it is frustrating too. I And I know Loyola's game plan in the second half was probably like, all right, we're going to slow it down and just make sure we don't lose like by eight or by more than eight points the rest of the game because they were up nine. And the fact is you've played them, like somehow you've played them even since halftime, essentially. Like, Score-wise. Yeah. yeah. So besides that just absolute choking in the first half, you've played them even. But again, it's like you're the one seed. So you need a run. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you need we have not this entire half has been paper cut paper. Like there's been not one moment this entire half where we've gone like, okay. Like it's just been basket one way, basket the other way, yeah. basket one not way, good basket enough. the other way. Like not good enough. There's uh, but it's funny, too, because you were able to do that in the first half, right? You had a few, like, five or six-point runs, but then you were down so much, it took you a five-point run to end the half to put you within nine. Like, it's just... And the thing, too, we can't even use free throws as an argument today. No, no. There, there's no argument. There's no argument to be had today. You, you played a bad game. I think Underwood got outcoached. Io got outplayed. I mean, I, I, that's just, it, it, that's what it is. Yeah, officiating had nothing to do with it. Uh, th- no. Yeah, I, it's just going to be weird, guys, because, listen. Which is the only solace I'm taking in it. Right? Yeah, you're right. You know, that, like, yeah. there's, there's, there's no finger for me to point. <laughs> it, it's what, what I hate, and listen, time, time heals most wounds, right? But I'll give you an example. The 89-90 basketball team had Kendall and Stephen Bardo. I think Marcus Liberty might have still been on it. And they lost Austin P. That well, no, was it Austin P? I forget. They lost in the first round, and and that team that was pretty good, like top fifteen throughout the year, that just sort of cast a pall on everything. Now they didn't win a Big Ten title. They didn't have that banner. This team will be able to raise something next year. They earned so much, right? But there's no doubt that we're as a fan base going to look back on it and talk about an asterisk. Great year, and then a big gigantic you know, 72-point font asterisk, which is like, oh, right, it ended like that. That is just the most anticlimactic thing I can think of in a year that had moment after moment after moment, especially the blitz of moments in the last month. So you're right, Trevor. It happens to so many teams. Like, I don't know how people process March. Like, think about Ohio State, the season they've had, the way their fans feel, and they just lost to Oral Roberts. Like, I, I don't know how you process this stuff. (laughs) <laughs> three from Loyola. We got a charge, so one fifty-one to go. And you gotta, you gotta get a three or something. I think soon. Like you, you can't, you cannot continue to let them have thirty-second possessions. Are we going to try to force the is issue? The most slow and painful death. But I'll say, I've convinced myself, and I was talking about this with Lon the other day. Actually, like anything less than a Final Four probably would have been disappointing. Yeah. So, like, an Elite Eight would have been disappointing, but not, like, the end of the world. So, to not even get close to the Elite Eight or Final Four, I think, is what's so devastating for me, yeah, too. Sure. Uh, Corbello. Yeah, I mean, you can't... 
makes the layup. So we got a seven point game. I mean, but here's oh, this is you know what it reminds me of. This is a really weird comparison because the Bears just stink. But I remember a lot of Lovey Smith era Bears teams, like, and even the Tressman first year. You know, they they, they had all these games where I'd be watching them on a Sunday, and then before I knew it, it was two forty five, and there were five minutes to go, and they're down thirteen to ten. And then they kind of do, you talk about mm-hmm. the fake rallies, Trevor, and then they still end up losing. And I'm like, what the hell did I just spend three hours watching? And that's how I feel in the immediate moment right now is what the hell have I been watching and how, how through all of this, you can talk about Loyola executing and all that, but whatever shot in the arm we needed or we needed to give ourselves, we didn't. We're just the going game where you were never in it, but never out of it. You're fi- that, yes. That happened like 13 times out of 17 games in the Trestman era. So I think it's a good call. Yeah. And you're just, you're just fizzling. You're there. There's not much like for this to be the way that you go out when what we saw the last month minus the Michigan state game. And we could talk about maybe comps, but I think Loyola Chicago plays a hell of a lot cleaner game than Michigan state. In fact, I thought Michigan state's size is what gave you troubles, and that you had the size advantage against Loyola. Eh, didn't matter, right? But it's just a weird one to process because it'll end, if it ends like this, it'll just end, and then we'll think, well, why didn't we, like, why didn't we see those moments where, like, I don't know, like, if I don't see a crazy-ass press here, even if you give up an easy bucket, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. There's only a minute 38 to go. So why not just go balls to the wall here? Isaac, sorry, I was long-winded there. No, 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 you're good. Is this the most disappointing loss since the national championship in 2005? Oh, yeah, of course. How you've lost and what implications you had? Kofi fouls Crutwig. Is that a good thing or bad thing? Is Crutwig a good... He's like middling. So we're going to extend this game here. But no, yeah, Isaac, this... Here's the thing. Losing to UNC in the national title game which I didn't feel good about that anyways because that was a UNC team with five NBA players and you played in a fairly weak Big Ten. I didn't feel good about that from the outset. And of course it was disappointing, but that team, I got to be honest, for me a big part of it was the 89 Final Four team. For me, getting to the Final Four meant that I wasn't going to be more than just a little bummed. You know what I mean? They, they made the Final Four. They won the Big Ten title. They won the Big Ten tournament. Banners all over. Like, that team secured their place simply by making the Final Four. This one, uh, in and out and a long rebound. There you go. That's the game. Wow, that felt like I just got a butter knife jammed in me and turned. Yeah. Yep. It was, <laughs> oh, no. Oh my God! He misses the layup. One ten to go. Eight point lead, and this is it. The final minute of the season is Io. Damier loses it. Out of bounds on Io. He's going to go out Just like take this. It. Let's take him out. <laughs> He's gotten swiped from him from Crutwig twice Crutwig in the last twice. few minutes. Crutwig twice. Io like. That's bad. In the biggest moment, he was bad. He wa- Tell me, I don't want to be hot takey. I'm not trying to be. But he lost himself some money today. Yeah. Right? He wasn't being guarded by an NBA player, I don't really think. 
I mean, Williamson was on him for a bit. That's a tough matchup. But yeah, Williamson's not Bruce Bowen. And when you're IO, like you, you have to be stellar defensively and at that, those role guy, um, aspects of your game, right? Because he's never going to be a number one on a team. He's never going to be a number two, probably. Um, he has got to be perfect at those role guy things like defense, you know, passing, not turning the ball over. Um, I love Io to death. He's my favorite Illinois player ever, but I do agree, Carp. Like, NBA scouts were tuning into this game for sure, and this is not what they wanted to see. And it's not like this was Io guarding Cade Cunningham. Well, guys, the last 53 seconds will go away here. We'll, we'll get maybe 100 hits on the pod. So <laughs> whatever you say will probably not go viral. So even if you said something um, not all that great, who cares? I mean, it, it would take a glutton for punishment the, to listen to this. I, I just hate the the back of the mind thing that will always be there with it. Like, we're going to be at State Farm Center next season for a game where they raise a Big Ten title banner. And, and then there's going to be, gonna like, be the, yep, there's going to be that itch in the back of our heads. clapping. Like, like, like it's great, and I'm going to clap, and it's going to be awesome, but it, it's like what... I, I don't know. It, it's just always going to be there, you know? Yeah. Just like yeah. If, the Cubs, if the Cubs had lost game seven, it's just a game. But, like, I would have worn that forever. So yep. it's just going to be there. That's fandom. It sucks. And it's a shame, too, because you know how thirsty this fan base is. This Illinois team earned that one seed. They earned that Big Ten title. Um, you know, the NCAA Tournament Committee puts loyal in that eight spot knowing that they were going to get this matchup. They, they, they knew this would be the prime game to start things off on Sunday and we can, I'm not going to belabor the seating thing. I mean, it's, it's clear after this loyal is better than an eight seat. Right. But you know what? You have to play everybody eventually though. Right. I mean, here we are worrying about Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma state. Well, you won't have to. And, uh, that's, that's going to be it. I think I'm just going to call this podcast. That's all folks. I mean, cause that's, that's it. There's not much more to say. Trent can't make a three, and I think he just call off the dogs. All right, well, I'm going to shut off the TV because I don't need to see the end of that. I appreciate the... I mean, it's been a hell of a ride. I We can do the post-mortem later. We had so many good times. I don't want to forget that, but this is going to sting. Um, so I guess it's time to go do other stuff. What, I mean, what are you guys going to do next? <laughs> like... What's your get this out of your brain like, thing? Because I, 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 we were talking about this earlier, but I mean, normally during March Madness too, and growing up, most of the time Illinois wasn't playing, so I was just glued to the TV every second of basketball. But the rest of the day and probably tomorrow, I have absolutely no intentions to watch a second of basketball. But at least it's a nice day if I'm going to be find a positive. Because oh, if it would have been rainy and windy, I would have been. Um, Love it. So yeah, I am gonna go outside when I when we stop recording. Trevor, anything, bud? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go outside. It's super nice out. I'm trying to. You did, you've never done one of those like couch to 5K things. That's what I'm doing right now. Sweet. Where like you run a little bit, then walk and run a little bit, and then every day you ramp it up a little more. So uh, that's my plan. But uh, yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate you both. Um, we will find time when the. Uh, sting has lessened. Time heals all. Yeah, uh, I'm just not. This sucks. I, it, it, we can I'm, wear it. It sucks. 
I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just like not ready to be done doing these podcasts, you know, like, yeah, it's been, I mean, it's terrible. The season's over, but like, it's been so much fun doing the podcast and like this team is, I feel like especially connected to this team and these guys and like, it's just over. Like, I mean, we knew that's the implication of the NCAA tournament, but seven days ago, I was on Mount Everest. And that's just how the postseason works, I guess. It felt so inevitable, though, which is like what's so confounding to me. Like, like it just made sense that it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like, like they weren't posting any videos on Twitter. They weren't showing celebration because they were like, on to the next one. On to the next one. Keep going. Like, it just made so much sense to me in my head. All the emotional and contextual puzzle pieces fit for this to be special. And the fact that it ends up not being is, well, A, life. You know, I mean, that's just how it works. But B, so disappointing because it just felt like it was going to happen. I I told you, Carp, I had the same feeling I had with the Cubs. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah, and it too. did with them. And so, like, now I don't know how to process the fact that it didn't. And not even that it didn't, but it didn't even come close. Yeah, you know, Trevor, the way I was thinking about this game right before, I was getting cleaned up before I got on my all my swag, which, by the way, I, I am done. I, I'm announcing to you guys, and you need to hold me to this, moderately stitious no more. I wore the same thing that I did since the Michigan game, undefeated. No, I, I am done with that. So can you guys please remind me next year that it doesn't matter damn well what you wear Please just remind me, okay? For a 34-year-old, it's pathetic that I do that. But as I was getting cleaned up, Trevor, I actually thought that these first two games in the tournament, I was thinking about the Cubs run, and I thought, this is the Giants series. This might be, today might be game four, where mm-hmm. it, it's looking a little uh, tricky, and you certainly don't want to go, go to a game five, but you're going to find some way to get it done, right? After they bring in, who was that garbage closer that the Giants had? I forget, I forget who they're like, he threw like 88 miles an hour. He's he was 40 years old or something and they brought him in the ninth. Mm, it was, remember. it was out of San Francisco. It was the amazing comeback, right? I didn't think Illinois would need that today, but I thought that the first two games would be the equivalent of that giant series where it was kind of fun, but you just got the job done on to bigger and better things. Right. And, uh, no, you know, it, it is, there's a finality to it. Isaac, I agree. It sucks that we won't be able to do more of these podcasts. I was expecting to go deep into March. Um, I, for my coping mechanism, I'm just going to, consume more maybe spring training baseball box scores because the Yankees look to be sick again. But but I will be taking a while from Twitter and all those things, and that may not be a bad thing. I just I just hate that we won't be able to do another one of these until November because it has been fun. Yeah, I mean, God, you just got in this rhythm of every few days, doing the Illinois games and again like earlier I said it's awesome when you're a high seed and you're playing in these big games because the enjoyment and the fulfillment you get from wins and watching them win is so much higher but then your risk is also way higher right so like say we came into the tournament as an eight seed and lost in the second round like you can only be so upset but again I'm I don't feel for Ohio State fans because they're kind of the worst. But <laughs> I, we can still I'm hold mad. on to that. Yeah, we can hate other fan bases. It's fine. We'll I'm get ours. But this is similar to what they're feeling. Yep. It's yep. just so. 
and I'm just repeating myself. No, it's, it's just okay. so an, it's so anti yes. the narrative that I'm having a problem processing it correctly. Agreed. Like, Trent Trent just went one for eleven in his final game as an lineup. Like that doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense. Like what just happened doesn't jive with the feeling we had. And anyone who's not an Illini fan would just laugh out loud at that. Doesn't make sense. I felt like they were going to win. Like, well, okay, so what? Like, that's the tournament for you. But it just made so much sense in my head. I was so, so as convinced as I could be as someone who had no control over it Mm -hmm. and knew that it was a single elimination tournament. I was so convinced that they were going to go far. And so, I guess it's just like I said, it's a reminder that, well, that's life. Like, we think Io's going to make every single clutch shot. Maybe he doesn't. We think they're going to win every game that, that they really need to. Maybe they don't. Yeah. Like, that's how it happens. But it's still just so disappointing to look at a box score. And like I said, go, okay, Trent goes out going one for 11 with two points. Io goes out having almost as many turnovers as he does points. Like, none of that makes sense to me. Well, here's my recommendation, guys. For for times like this, I, I go to my comfort food, and I, I don't just mean things that you eat. I mean your favorite TV show. So, Trevor, I know like later today, um, when I'm settling down for dinner or something, I'm watching a great great old timey Simpsons episode that has zero to do with sports. Um, I'm going to go to Starbucks and get a fancy coffee drink, or something. I, I'm just gonna say, you know what? The rest of, the, of today are about the things that I just enjoy doing. Um, yeah, but there was a storybook thing. I mean, I got to be honest, even personally, Trevor, the way that this last month has gone, like my mom was got back home on Friday. So after the Illinois Drexel game, went over there to hang out with my parents in their house for the first time in a year. And in just a bit, we're going to go over to my sister and brother-in-law's for my niece's eighth birthday. She was born eight years ago, uh, the day before Illinois beat Colorado in the NCAA tournament. So Wow. Yeah, right? So all of these things only fed into... Oh, Illinois is having a storybook month. Like personally, this has been a storybook month. It's still, I mean, I'm, this is not taking any, this has been the best month ever for our family, period. End of story. But I know for a fact that like, you know, just getting texts from my family after this, that this just sucks. So it's like, okay, well, what do you do to overcome something like this? I'm totally with you. I can't process this right now because of the inevitability, I thought, of this team Mm -hmm. and that we'd look back on this game and it might have been warts and all, but they would have gotten it done because that's what national champions do. But they aren't. And I think the anticlimactic nature of it and the finality of it is kind of my defense mechanism where it is, you guys weren't good enough to do better than that. Then you know what? At least for the rest of the day, I got to kind of go with the screw you guys. I got to do my own thing. And, yeah. and, and, and I will get over it. This team accomplished a lot. They set Illinois up for a lot of success. And I do think going forward, you're going to have other great teams. Um, one seeds are rare. I get it. But you are still primed to be a top four Big Ten team for the foreseeable future. That's all well and good. But for today, it's okay, Illini fans, if you have a little bit for 24 hours, screw you guys. That's all you got. And then we can process it later. I don't think that's unhealthy for today. I mean... Jeremy tweeted, they just laid a stinker in a single elimination tournament. Like, yep, that's what happened. Were they at any point in that game? No. No. Since, like, obviously tip off when the game was close. When it was nine, did it get to nine to six? Nine to three. But then I think we got to within nine to six. Okay. 
But regardless, you're right. Yeah, you weren't really in that game. So it wasn't one. It didn't even get a fake rally. So, hey, we didn't get that extra layer of frustration. That's the right? only thing I'm taking. Allison, <laughs> to your point, Carp, is like yeah. the only thing I can say is, man, they sucked. Like, there's no like, oh, the shot doesn't fall in at the buzzer, but I knew it was going to and somehow it didn't. It was just like, nope, they were never in that game. They laid a stinker. They had 24 non-stinkers and probably three or four stinkers, and you just happened to get the fifth stinker. And I know they had more losses than that, but a few of those were just kind of like whatever. But I'm talking like really bad losses. And and this just happened to be one of them. I'm sure much will be said about the matchup, and Loyola wasn't an eight and all that. And again, that's all well and good. But you got to win. They're good eights, too. And you got to win. Like, if, if Illinois played how they played today against LSU, another eight seed that won, I'm we not sure they would have won. No, they, they would have lost by 10. They play a lot so, of teams in the that you play in the round of 32 like that. Even Oral Roberts would have had a, a pretty good shot today. But, yeah. uh, but you know, here's the thing. That's the only thing I'm taking solace in. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I think my final thought, because, you know, I, I don't mind. This is, this is processing, right? Isn't that what they call it in therapy? Processing. But the fact that you didn't lose because of things outside of your control. And the team, I mean, now, of course, as fans, we had no control over this, but the team themselves, they had control to an extent as a one seed that earned everything that they got. They had some control in the situation and they didn't exert it. They didn't exert their control or their force or anything that you need to do. So we can sit here and, and talk about missed opportunities. And certainly it was that, right? Maybe Loyola is a Final Four caliber team that was severely underseeded. But eventually down the road, even in the Sweet 16 with an inevitable Oklahoma State matchup against the number one pick in the NBA draft or in the Elite Eight, which by the way, Houston has another extremely good defense. And I'm guessing they might have a few more athletes than Loyola. This team laid a stinker. But if it didn't come today, my fear is that it would have come in the next two rounds at some point. Like that was so bad that they would have not, they would not, I don't think in my, if I'm thinking clearly here, they would not have avoided that completely, even if they moved on. Like th that was sitting there for some reason. I don't know why it was. It just came out in full force today. But um, if that gives you any solace, I'm essentially saying, guys, this team wasn't going to win the national title. But the jarring part of it is before today, I still thought they would. So. <laughs> <laughs> whoops it's just so again like trevor was saying it doesn't make sense because i tried to tell myself that there's no way we go without a stinker in the big 10 tournament right like and there's no way we win the wisconsin michigan ohio state games there to end of the year without laying a stinker and we did you know we avoided those narratives and did all the things that past Illinois teams have not been able to do. And then the worst time for. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> this to happen. It happens. Well, it's too damn beautiful to be cooped up inside. So let's get outside. Let's watch some old Simpsons episodes. Let's go get whatever your favorite I'm have food to bust is. Out the monorail. Got to bust up monorail and the escalator. Basically, today was the escalator to nowhere. You know, that's essentially what. Now today, no, this Illinois team was the skyscraper made of popsicle sticks. Mm -hmm. That's what today was. A team that uh, certainly looked imposing, but the, man, it was just 
That was not my best metaphor, Trevor. I've done far better. Uh, but you you know what I mean. Thank God for the That's Simpsons. Okay. The, the, the elevator to nowhere were the losses that came before this year. Each yeah. woe was yeah. a loss. And, and then <laughs> you were the next one standing on the elevator, not acknowledging the ones before you. Yeah. It had been so long. I thought we had avoided falling off the escalator, but apparently not. Um, all right, guys. It's been fun. We will find some time to reconvene well before November. I can't wait to have you guys over uh, soon during nice weather. We'll do a cookout or something like that. Kara's getting vaccinated Tuesday, so we're going to have... So am I. You are. Yeah, because you're a media personality. Yep. Yes, they they expanded it, so we're, we're getting there. I can't wait to actually hang out with you guys in person next year when we do this. We'll actually all be in the Sunroom Studios snacking having a beverage if you guys are so inclined, watching these games in person. Um, But I will say in this year of all years, uh, being able to do these pods with you guys during what was still, in a lot of ways, a pretty remarkable season, right? It it just was. I don't want to diminish that. Um, Being able to do this in this year of all years has made it a hell of a lot better. I always look forward to it. So thank you guys. And I think the listeners would agree. Thank you guys for essentially documenting what was still a pretty damn remarkable Illinois season. We had some pretty amazing come uh, second half moments. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, for all we know, the whole season of wins could have been great first half with second half collapses that we barely hung on, you know. But we we got some awesome movie-like moments, all things considered. Going back to even the previous year when we started these and we had the Penn State ending, the Michigan ending. I mean, it's crazy how many amazing moments have lended themselves to second half live reactions. Yeah, we we were lucky in a lot of ways to get this distraction. I only wish the distraction could have lasted a couple more weekends, but it ends on March 21st. Illinois loses to Loyola Chicago. I don't even know the final score because I turned the TV off, but it wasn't pretty. And uh, we'll do a post-mortem later on. But for today, it stinks. So get outside, do whatever you enjoy doing, talk to family, talk to friends. And uh, this sounds so empty to say this, but remember, it is just a game. It is just a game. As much fun as we had, though, that can be difficult to forget. Isaac Ambrose, Trevor Valise, appreciate you guys. I cannot wait to hang soon in the flesh, and we will be doing that in the next month or so, okay? Oh, and, and Rosie misses you guys. Hey. Rosie misses you guys, too. So think about think about dogs and puppies and, and all that kind of fun stuff. I need to go give Rosie some ear scratches. I miss Rosie. She's a good girl. Yeah. All right, dudes. Man, it's... It's been so fun. I appreciate it, Carp, and I'm looking forward to November. <laughs> hey, it's only <laughs> only seven months away until March Madness or midnight. <laughs> was it midnight Madness if they do that again? Guys, take care. Have a good rest of your day, okay? Adios. All right. We'll see you, Whoa. Isaac. See you, Trump. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you, Trevor. All right. Well, that's all. I'm going to end it right here because there's no postmortem. We can't do a couple days later. I assume I'll do a Mondays with Mike with Jeremy Werner. It is abrupt. It is final. It was a lot of fun until it wasn't. And boy, was that not a lot of fun. I'm going to go pet the dog. <laughs> That's not, <laughs> that sounds out of context, like a little dirty or something. I'm going to go give Rosie some ear scratches, make fresh coffee, go see the fam, enjoy this beautiful day, probably put on a Yankee shirt or something just to remind myself that there are other things coming up around the bend. Remarkable season ending too soon. It's what it is. I wish I could give you guys more solace or better news, but it's over. 
Got to thank our sponsors, DP Doe, online at dpdoe.com, Fourth and Kirby, fourthandkirby.com, Rector Construction, rectorconstruction.com, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, brianismyguy.com, Alana Inquirer, Champagne Showers Podcast Network. I got to thank you listeners for being around for this entire journey and what a journey it was. I hate the fact I got to put up my Stitch Kofi jersey until next year. This program is in a hell of a lot better position than it was. We can hold that thought in one hand, but also hold in the other that today was unacceptable in a lot of ways. And we'll have to see how that jives going forward, right? But we got to wear this for all the bluster and confidence we had. We got to wear this one for a bit. And I know a lot of fans, we've worn these kinds of things just too much, way too much for any fan base. I do think at some point we will get what's coming to us, right? I think we'll eventually find the top of the mountain. I think that we'll win some Big Ten titles. I think that we'll compete for Final Four appearances. It's hard. It's really hard, and I wish it were easier in some ways. I wish we could just win one so we just could take that collective breath, um, that sigh of relief. But it's not going to be this year, and it, it pains me to say that. Thank you again. We'll be back later this week, and... Uh, I hope the rest of your day goes well because it's too damn beautiful to be stuck inside moping about this. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go outside, hang with the fam, and uh, we will talk later this week. I won't even give you the cheap plug for my band. How's that? (laughs) I'll see you soon, everybody. Take care, all right? Stay safe, stay healthy. It is the 200 level. (laughs) 